Good morning and welcome to Morning Coach Today. I am so glad you're with us. Hey, it's JB. It's episode 5036. It's a Monday. We're ready to go this week. We got a big week planned. Uh, remember, 100-day challenge. Go and put your X uh, if you did your things. If you didn't, hey, then let's get back up and start working on the things that you're doing. I'm right on it. I'm doing good, uh, writing, dr- not drinking, staying on my health. I'm super pumped about where we're going and uh, excited about my personal one. Hopefully, you're rocking and rolling with yours. This week, we got a big week, one of my favorite weeks to talk about, and that is public speaking. Um, as professional experts, uh, parents, I mean, anybody, right? As a human being, we have to be able to public speak sometimes. And I want to give you some great tips today, some ideas, how I do it, um, and also some things to get over fear. So what we're doing today is we're going to talk about why it works. Um, then tomorrow, of course, just to know what's going on this week, we have our book study. We're finishing 10X is easier than a 2X. I'll get you a new book too. Uh, Wednesday, we're talking about overcoming fear of public speaking. This is a big one. People say, Oh, you know, uh, over uh, public speaking is is uh, people are more scared of public speaking than of dying. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense to me. I think I'd, I'd rather go speak in public than die. But hey, maybe, maybe. But we'll get to it Wednesday. Get you through that. Ask JB on Thursday. Get your questions answered. Uh, as always, uh, we also have a, a group coaching meeting uh, that day. So, you know, uh, that's one of our group coachings. By the way, go in the meetup area. There is a lot of uh, meetups going on. We have a intro uh, to morning coach now which i'm calling an incubator we have meetings going on professional expert meetings we've got live coaching meetings there's just a lot so if you get a chance to get in the community and and get to the meetup that'd be great i'm also putting up our retreats uh, for inner circle and some of the retreats we're doing so that you can see if you ever want to get to a retreat Uh, We've got an inner circle business building retreat coming up uh, in September, and we also have a planning retreat in December. It's actually the end of November, uh, the final week of November, 1st of December, uh, to get planning done here at the retreat center. So excited about that, but uh, if you uh, go in the meetup area, you'll see the meeting uh, for Thursday. Uh, Friday, and and, and we're changing the days once in a while too. It just helps get people in. Usually I do those on Mondays, but we're flipping them around every month so we can get some more people in. Um, Friday, we've got a group presentation skills, and then Saturday, public speaking tips, and then Sunday, trusting the message and being the messenger. Don't miss that one because that's something I want to get into. Um, that would be great, and and we can rock and roll with that. We'll, we'll make it happen. All right, so let's get into it today. Um, let's make it happen and, and talk about public speaking and really, you know, how we can make this work and why it does work. So public speaking is, uh, you know, when you get up on stage or you, when you're in front of a group of people, whether it's a meditation or you're doing, we're doing some meditations here at the retreat center uh, that I'm doing kind of for the local community, just a way to, you know, give, get, give back a little bit and also connect a little bit and put some good energy out there. Or whether you're, you know, speaking to a group of entrepreneurs, which is another thing that, uh, you know, a lot of people do is, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll meet and, and get in front of people. Uh, whatever it is that you do, public speaking is, is just something that can really help you because what happens is people see you as the expert and, and we call it the halo effect. Whenever you're the expert, you, like think of an angel with a halo, people start to say, wow, he's, the, he or she is an expert at, at all these things. So um, I must be, you know, they must be an expert at this. And, and you really put you on a different, different platform. In fact, you know, most of our inner circle sales, if you look back in the day when I was growing inner circle really fast and 
obviously we're not pushing inner circle, but we used to, and I, that was part of the, a big part of the business is uh, I would do a big event, have a couple hundred people come in and then we would sell inner circle from the stage. So when you're doing a higher dollar offer like that, uh, it works easier when you're from stage than it does like internet stuff. Internet stuff's really hard to do high dollar offer. I mean, you can do interviews and, and have discussions, but really when you're on stage, it, it's really not that hard, especially if you're decent at it. I mean, Jeff Walker, who was a friend of mine and one of my mentors, obviously I was in his mastermind and you know, for a couple of years there was, you know, spending his, he's $45,000 a year plus travel. It's not a cheap mastermind. Uh, but the way he sells it is a three-day event. You know, you come, you get to know everybody. You know, the, he has the mastermind people up there. And, and then you get an application on Saturday. You turn in the application Saturday night. And then you're either approved or not. And he literally is, you know, packed. I mean, he can only accept so many people. So, but it's all done at that event, right? And that that's, there's a process. And it takes somebody through it. And, and it's, it's, that's where people will, will spend a little bit more money. And I know there's some people that say, why would I ever do that? I was that person before, but the value that you get out of the, a lot of the high dollar ones is actually worthwhile. You know, it's about the people you get around and that's the key thing. And when you get around people that have skin in the game, more skin in the game, they're in it, they're in it. And you'll find that, uh, especially you professional experts, as you do things, the people that spend more money are looking for one or two things where people are typically coming in at a little less money uh, they need a lot more help because they don't, you know, obviously have a lot of things going on because they're not generating any revenue. So it's just part of the overall business of education and being a professional expert is when you're doing higher dollar things from stage, uh, it just makes a lot of sense. And people see you more as the expert and they're willing to spend a little bit more money. So that's why public speaking works because it just, it solidifies your expertise. It's one of the best things uh, you can do to solidify your expertise. Um, I get it. A lot of speakers and public speakers, I know a lot of them. I was in the National Speakers Association, tend to be narcissistic. You got to have a little bit of an ego to be able to get up there. For me, I'm very introverted um, and it's just kind of my safe space. It's weird. It's just been a part of my life for so long. I was student council president back in high school. Uh, and, and I just always love getting in front of people. I, I've never had a problem. I've never had that fear. So I don't understand that fear, even though we're going to talk about it Wednesday. I get some nervousness because I want to I do a great job, but I don't have that fear. So it's, it's funny when we talk about fear. I remember Marsha Brady. I'm dating myself, but she had a public speak, and, and they said, imagine everybody in their underwear. Remember that, that, that one? And everybody's sitting in their underwear in the crowd, uh, for those of you who remember the Brady Bunch. But uh, interesting, interesting concept of public speaking. So, you know, I've done it all my life. I'm getting ready to go to Columbia. I haven't done a, a, a speech or, or done a big group since um, probably before COVID. Even our events haven't been that big. We've, you know, it's COVID kind of shook everything up, but things are coming back. I'm doing 500 people in Cartagena, Colombia coming up the first week of October. Uh, and there's a couple of things that I do that I wanted to share with you that I think is important. Uh, as a professional speaker, you know, and my last big one was, I think, 5,000 people in New York uh, at, at the uh, uh, Affiliate Summit. But what you do is, is, for me, the first thing is the interview. Like, I need to know what the audience needs to be taken away. And a lot of this will take away the fear. You know, once you get comfortable, this is important. So I like to get to know who the audience is. Like, this is 500 young entrepreneurs from around the world. That's what's coming in, uh, predominantly male uh, from all over the world. So it's an international audience uh, flying into Colombia to do a uh, shipping kind of a trade organization. Uh, and they want me to kind of be the motivational guy. So I'm going to, I'm going to interview a few people. What are they looking for? Why are they coming in? So I know what's going on. The second thing I want to do is, is find out what the takeaways are, not from the audience. This is critical. 
Okay, so when I'm thinking about my presentation in my mind, I'm not thinking about the takeaways from the standpoint of the audience, right? I'm thinking about the takeaways of the people that are paying me full fee. So this, as a professional speaker, this isn't a free thing. This I'm getting paid. They're paying for my hotel. They're paying for my travel. They're paying for my me to come down. So as a professional, I want to know what they need me to do. Like, what is the outcome they want to do? I want, I want the meeting planner that hired me to go, wow, that guy was amazing. And in, in the business of professional speaking, that's how you get hired again. Because a meeting planner will say, you should get this guy because he's amazing. Or you should, you should get this guy or this, this person because they're amazing. Right? So that professionalism is understanding kind of who your audience is. Interview a few people and then get some of the takeaways. What is the main takeaway from the person that's paying you or the most important person in the room? So when you understand those things, you can start to build your presentation. Now, I don't do PowerPoint. I don't do slides. I, every once in a while, if somebody wants them, I'll do some pictures that are funny so I'll, you know, I can get, a, get somebody laughing. Uh, but I don't like that because I, and you're going to hear me talk on Friday about you know, focus on your material, not on the audience to get over fear. I don't know if I agree with that point, but it is something people teach for, as, as professional speakers to get over the fear. For me, I read the audience. So I'm an audience reader, meaning I can flip my presentation in a moment's notice. So when I'm in front of 500 people, if I see everybody's heads going down and using the phone, then I'm going to flip my presentation. I'm going to think about my takeaways. I'm going to think about my stories. And I'm going to change what I'm doing to make sure I grab my audience. Okay, so that's I, I feed off the audience. So for me, the setup is so critical in understanding the interview process and then the takeaways. Now, why do I interview also is because I know a few people in the audience. So if I start to slide or my brain starts to you know, go a different direction, I just look at that person and have a conversation with them. These are very important techniques that will change the way you speak. And you can do this for a group of 10 people. So if you know one person, look them in the eyes and talk to them. The audience engages with that. The audience engages when you're speaking with somebody. They love that. Tony Robbins does a great job of that. He'll pull somebody up and speak to him. Matt Rife, I think his last name's Rife, the new comedian that talks to the audience, right? Have you seen him? He's killing it right now, probably the number one comedian, young kid. And why? Because he pulls the audience up and he talks to a person in the audience. And then he engages the audience. Like he gets the whole audience laughing. Like, my God, can you believe that, right? So the idea then is to be able to work the audience by knowing a few people. So if you get a little nervous, you can look at somebody else and just talk to them. So if you have three or four people that you've already talked to and you know, then you're good to go. And let's say you get there and, and you haven't had a chance to interview. So you got to go to a spontaneous meeting. That's fine. Just meet some people before you go on stage. Okay, that's, that's important. So you always want to be a professional. You want to stay on time. This one drives me nuts. I've done a lot of amateur events where I'll go and they'll ask me to speak. The speakers before me take too much time, which typically happens because the stories drag on. And then you get pushed and you get pinched. That's a really unprofessional thing to do. And you'll know somebody's not professional by the way they manage their time on stage. You need to be on point and you need to be done. You have to speed up, you speed up. You need to slow down, you slow down. But you need to get off that stage when you're supposed to get off that stage. Okay, that's very important. Um, for me, a couple other things. I'm a uniform guy. I usually wear Diesel, Hugo Boss, Nike, or Kohan shoes. Very simple. Uh, if I'm going to New York, like I'll be going to um, Cartagena, Colombia. So I'll stop in Aventura. I'll go to Hugo Boss. And if I can't get there, I'll have Pilar stop by there and grab me a Hugo Boss shirt, some new Diesel jeans, and some Kohan shoes, or I'll wear some Nike, I'll buy some new Jordans. Jordans have become more popular and mainstream. Depending on the crowd, it's a young crowd, I'll go with Jordans, okay? Um, and then, like I said, professionalism. The other thing I want to make a point of here is 
you want to be, you want to use silence as a friend. And you hear me talk a lot about this. Now I'm an energy guy. You can tell I don't use silence a lot here on the podcast because I try to cram 80 pounds in, into a, you know, hundred pound sack. I'm, I'm rocking this coach gas, trying to get as much in as I can. So I'm pretty quick. But in, in speaking public, you want to use silence. In fact, a lot of times when I'll start, depending on how my intro goes, if the intro, if the introductor is awesome, then I don't need to do this. If the introduction is sucky, what you'll see is you know, J.B. Glossinger, you know, motivational speaker, morningcoach.com, you know, for all these podcasts. Welcome, J.B. Glossinger. And you walk on stage, you give the guy a hug, and you shake their hand or the guy, you know, whoever the person is, you shake their hand, and you turn to the audience. At that point, you're going to know, is the audience engaged? Like, are they with you or are they not with you? And typically, they're not, okay? Especially if you're one of these conferences that are going all day, you know, people are like, who the hell is this? And you'll have a few people, but most of the people are looking down at their phones or their iPads or whatever. So what really works is a silent stopper. And what I call like a silent intro is you just stop and you just look at them. And I mean, you go silent. The introducer walks off. I mean, everybody starts looking at you and you don't speak. This is key. You don't speak to people start looking up from their phones. Because they're going to wonder what the hell is going on. Did you forget what you're saying? What is happening? And it's a way to get all those people that are feeling guilty because they're looking down at their phones. And all of a sudden, they'll look up, right? And they'll look up. And they'll be like, what is going on? And that little silent pause is huge. Now you got them. Now you got to come in with something good, have some fun, make it current. And this is why I hate PowerPoint. You know, for me, it'll probably be something about Columbia. I'd be like, hey, man, did you, you know, depending on what day I speak, did people drink the night before? Were they at the bar? What were they doing? You know, I'll talk to some people. I'll get something current so they know that it's not the same shit they're going to hear over and over again. And then I hammer them. Then I hammer them. And I'm really good at this because I've done it for years and I haven't done it in a while. Am I worried? Not really. I'm excited because I love to do it. It's my, my, it's where I feel at home. You know, as much as I'm introverted, introverted, being on stage is where I feel at home. All the lights, I just feel at home there. I'm at peace. That is my peace. That's my gift that God gave me, is to be at peace when I'm up on stage. But you can do the same thing, too, if you take some of these tips. It's from years and years of just getting my mind where I'm safe. It's just like flying. I didn't like flying before, and now I'm working on my pilot's license and buying an airplane. It's the same thing. You can change. You can transform. You don't have to have the same mentality that you had before. The past does not equal the future, right? And the mistakes I've made in the last couple of years, I'm making some major changes to my business, my life. I'm getting more active in the community. You can see, I'm excited about growing this. I'm excited about making Get It Done Now the best it possibly can be. How are we doing this? Because I'm passionate. So Wednesday, tune in because we're going to talk about passion. It's going to be really important, but we're going to talk about passion and why passion is so critical um, when it comes to speaking. Right? And I'm going to talk about that. But if you know your topic and you're ready to go and you do the things that I'm saying, you interview a few people, you have your uniform so you know you look good, you know the takeaways that the people need to get, you have the professionalism, you do a couple things like the, you know, the silent start, you have a few stories you've, you know, you've tried, you're going to rock it. You're going to, you're going to make it happen. Okay? So let's get out there and make it happen. We're going to talk more about public speaking. Hopefully that helps. I mean, that's, that's, I, I want to share with you some of the tips that I've learned over years and years of doing this. I mean, these are gold. I mean, the silent start is worth millions. And it's uncomfortable. Let me tell you, it's uncomfortable for everybody. It's not only uncomfortable for them, it's uncomfortable for you because you're standing up there. and Everybody starts looking at you and you think they're judging you, okay? And they are. They're like, what the hell is wrong with that person? But what do you do when you're capturing their attention? 
that alone, I'll be honest with you, is worth the price of morning coach if you're a speaker, if you have to speak. That alone will pay for, will give you the return on investment for this, what you're paying, okay? Because if you do that, I'm telling you, they'll see you as a great speaker. And I'll give you one final tip. If they ask you who you want to speak after, always speak after the financial guy, okay? I'm just telling you, if you can speak after the CFO in any situation where they're doing financials and going over spreadsheets, you don't even have to be able to speak and you're going to be a great speaker, okay? You're going to microphone drop because they're going to suck so bad and people are so bored. You could tell a, a story about Snoopy and they will be happy because they just want something different than those spreadsheets. So more common, if you want more, especially you professional experts, come to the professional expert meeting. I'd love to talk about speaking, love to help you with that. And we'll keep rocking it right here on morningcoach.com. Okay, so I love you. Get out there. Have a great one. Do it to it. A million dollar tip there. File that away in your toolbox.